Mm. Like I think the general flow of things is super slick. Like I think mm. being able to just run around, like even though it feels a little, like it feels very video gamey in the sense that you can just like sprint and just be and just like go. yeeting pokeballs into the grass and just like I mean catching everything over and over. You like, can throw like five pokeballs before one's even like done. Like, right. Capturing one. <laughs> Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Arcade Cozy, uh, the coziest game room on the internet. My name is Chris. My name is Corey. And we are coming back at you once again with episode number 26, Corey. I know. My age. My age. (laughs) That is also my age. Yes. Uh, Yeah. We're we're both 26. We're both young young men. Just... um, but realistically, add another four to that, and you've got me. So, well, I turned twenty-seven in a month, so yeah, uh, yeah, oh, yeah. it only lasts for. Look at month. you, yeah. old man. Yeah. Right. Um, but Corey, how's how's a uh, how, how's your week been? I've I've got a little bit of a feel, just my, a little scratchy. There's a little in my throat, in my face. Just feel a little scratchy. Um, how are you feeling? You good? I'm I'm feeling good. Um, you know, my schedule's changed up a little bit. My wife did work third shift, and now she works, I guess, first shift. She's a nurse, so instead of okay. the night shift, she's on days. So um, I wake up at like 5 a.m. now. So big difference. Very nice. Um, big big difference. But outside of that, it's going pretty good. Good deal. Uh, so gaming. Side note: I I like how I responded to your um. My wife's a nurse, as if that was news to me. Like, okay, that's neat. And yeah. as if I didn't already know. That. Yeah, I'm just, <laughs> I was just listening and, and responding. <laughs> I was like, that sounds like we, we don't actually know each other, but. I was like, no, you 100% know that. <laughs> she's a nurse. <laughs> that's good, though. But, I mean, I, yeah. know that, I know that it, uh, those kind of late shifts and um, in some cases, some people with like swing shifts and stuff, that can always be. Yeah, can always no, be not, not the swing. She's just full day now. So yeah, very nice. She's pretty hype about it. I'm very love hyped, it. Very excited about it. It's, it's yeah. gonna be good. Nice little change of pace for us. Yeah, um, that we're both looking forward to. Very nice. In that, in all of that time, Corey, have you gotten to play any video games this week, sir? Or is it just all adulty dolt this week, sir? I have been able to play some video games. Can confirm. That that is about where I've been. I've played some video games. Um, listeners will be happy to know that after over a month, I have finished Lost Judgment. Rolled credits. I did it. Ooh, yes, yes, um, yes. Raise your glasses, everyone. Go ahead. Yes, if yes, you are so driving, you know, just give a, a nice little. <laughs> uh, you know, both it, hands on the wheel, eyes on the. Yeah. Wheel. No, no distractions. I saw it. it um, yeah, I've I've played games that are twice as long in half the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but this month was super busy and I just, I mean, I was, I was lucky if I got in like 15 minutes in a day <laughs> at any yeah. point. It's just um, the way it goes sometimes. Yeah. yeah. But, um, rolled through it. Now I am on Arceus. You were on Arceus. Oh. We're doing the new stuff. Yes, for we're in it. First we big game, 2022. It. Let's hit it. Uh, Corey, 
That that's that's our that's our big topic for the day. Let's let's talk about it. Um, do you want to do you want to lead us in? Do you want to tell us a little yeah, bit? Yeah, you yeah, yeah. you probably I'll, have I'll, a little bit more Arceus experience than I do, um, but uh, not too much more, but just a little bit more. Okay, where where are you at? Ish. Right. I mean, I'll I guess roll us in with it. N- yeah, non non spoilery, but you know, where I mean, are you where are you ish it in it? to my understanding the game is um like biome based there's like five okay. different biomes and i'm still only in the first one um oh, okay but i've done a lot of exploring through the first one i would say it's one of those things where i've um wandered around a lot just to see if there we'll get we'll get to the to some of maybe the criticisms in a bit but just to see if there's anything there because uh, yep. i kind of i went in pretty blind to the game Yep, and um, so I spent a lot of time just like, okay, let's see what's going around. And after you know, reading a couple of reviews and some other people say there there isn't anything there. Um, yeah. I that's a bad thing, but yeah. you know, it was just one of the things like maybe I should have read a little bit more there. But um, I'm still in the first area. I'm working towards the. I've been to the big tree initially. Now I'm way okay. back. Um, yeah. Okay, that gives without spoiling anything. That's kind of where I'm at now. And I, and I don't think it does. I mean, um, so I'm, I'm actually, I guess, a little bit further than you. I'm in the second biome Ooh. now. Um, that's um, for anybody who's, I mean, watched literally any of the marketing material. Um, kind of the, the end of the first biome essentially is marked by like a big boss-ish fight with um, a new evolution of Scyther called Cleaver. Um, at the aforementioned tree, mm-hmm. um, you know, they, they kind of leaned heavily into that whenever they were talking about their like noble Pokemon system. Um, I finished that up very recently, so I'm, I'm not too far past that, but I just kind of dipped my toe into, um, what is the second biome and I guess moving on to what'll next be like the next noble Pokemon who has mm-hmm. stuff going on. Um, but yeah, Corey, I mean, how are you, how are you feeling about it so far? I mean, I like it. I'm, I like it a lot. I, I think it's a very, very good uh, direction for Pokemon to go in. I don't know if I mm-hmm. think it should be the permanent direction. We'll get, again, that's, uh, we'll talk about that a little bit later. But overall, I mean, the environment, while empty, is fun to be in. Um, you know, gorgeous landscape graphics could use some work, but uh, Overall, it is a very, I mean, cozy game is the best way to put it. You're out wandering. You can pick and choose when you battle, which I think is a, it takes out like that grinding aspect of Mm -hmm. traditional Pokemon. Um, I think it's nice to be able to just kind of run around like, no, I don't feel like dealing with you um, at the moment so I can run away. And there isn't really like any consequence to that. Um, I like that it's a game based on like the origins of essentially the Pokédex and like how like people came to understand what Pokémon are. Mm-hmm. And overall, I mean, I think it's really good. I think its biggest shortcoming, um, and this is what I've seen from what a lot of people have said, is that it it feels like half of a game. 
It mm-hmm. feels like halfway made. It feel, it's just like them putting their toes in the water to see if people would like this style of Pokemon. Yep. And that they have, they're like, okay, people do like it. So now what we're going to do is we're going to take this and build on it and make a full game as people under, know it, but with these like core mechanics as the idea of it. And I don't know. I feel a little cheated in that. I feel like this <laughs> this could this game could probably sat in the oven for another year um, mm-hmm. to really like develop and like add more to it. Um, but overall, again, I really enjoy it. Uh, the music's good. The sounds are good. Even though they're copied like <laughs> a rip from Breath of the Wild. Yeah. yeah. Like the menu, like the start menu thing. Like as soon as the game comes up, and you press it's like A to start. It is mm-hmm. verbatim. The Breath of the yep. Wild, like start menu, yeah. Yep. Um, yeah, I mean it, it's good. It's it's a lot of fun, and I I want to see what a full game of this could look like. Yeah, but that's just my initial initial thoughts of it. Where, where you stand with it? Where are you at? I'm. I mean, I'm I'm about in the same spot. It's um, so I. I kind of come from the place and have for a long time. Like I've been very much a Pokemon apologist in um, the main series because it is a thing where like series to series, there are huge outcries about things like having not having every Pokemon in the game, Mm. not having cutting edge graphics, not having like, you know, having all these reused or just like non-existent animations, stuff like that. Um, and not that like things like that shouldn't be important or that people shouldn't value those things. Just being like, you know, um, game freak is a studio to my understanding has like willfully kind of taken the path of being like, we want to stay small. We want to stay independent. We want to kind of keep things Mm -hmm. with a core team, even though we're, you know, this billion dollar multimedia franchise, like we want to keep our team small. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, sometimes it's, sometimes it is kind of that battle between like, what is the expectation of like fans and what's, what are they like? What do they want? What are they happy with the product? Are they just kind of like, what is that level? Because I mean, if they're pouring everything into it and this is their end goal, that's a different thing than just like, Oh, we're half-assing Pokemon generation generation um but i am playing this and i feel like in playing arceus i feel a little bit more of some of those frustrations that i don't usually feel in like a a regular pokemon game and i think it's i mean i think you hit the nail on the head like it because it does feel like an unfinished game mm-hmm. in some ways like you know, the fact that, I mean, even even beyond what the actual game is or like what you're doing or the world, like even whenever it comes to sound effects and the way mm-hmm. that like cutscenes play out, like it feels, it does feel like it's placeholder. It, it does feel yeah. like it's not quite finished. Like this is just like their, you know, second draft where they're going to, okay, now they're going to put in the finished sounds and now they're going to put in the finished scenes and you know whatever um and you know i've kind of gone back and forth between like i don't know necessarily why that is um 
because I mean, part of me is thinking, okay, you know, there, there were a lot of theories with like Metroid dread. Whenever Metroid dread came out, it launched with the switch OLED. Um, there were theories like with how it ran that it was originally intended to be like a launch title for the switch pro. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, there are a lot of rumors that the switch pro ended up like, you know, they just couldn't, everything the OLED is, is what the switch pro was supposed to be minus the beefed up internals that they just couldn't source. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, and, and there's part of me that wonders if legends kind of was that too. Like if they Mm -hmm. were building it with this, just like, you know, really rich environments, really like lush, full worlds. And then when the pro was, you know, just going to be non-existent, they had to pull back. Um, at the same time, I mean, I don't, I, you know, then you have to wonder like, okay, well then how would it, how would the original switch version have looked? Cause I mean, they obviously right. wouldn't have just put it all on the pro and then that's the only way to play it. I don't know. And also, I mean, Nintendo's Nintendo game freaks, game freak, like they're going to do their own thing. Like it, it's hard to kind of place it and say like, this is what happened. This is this thing. This is like the way things went because it, I think it's just as likely that game freak, like you said, they kind of are using it as a testing ground potentially. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's, um, my, my feelings on it, like are largely kind of on that polarized spectrum. Like whenever it comes to, um, how the game, like, I think the, general flow of things is super slick. Like I think Mm. being able to just run around, like even though it feels like it feels very video gamey in the sense that you can just like sprint and just be like yeeting pokeballs into the grass and just like, I mean, catching everything over and over. You can throw like five pokeballs before one's even like done. Right. Capturing one. Yeah. And it's like, You know, some of that, like, I, in a way, kind of, I guess, takes you out of that whole Pokemon lore and kind of experience Mm -hmm. things, but, like, it feels very smooth, and, like, it is a, it does feel like a natural progression that, like, oh, yeah, like, it's a, it's a natural thing that, like, I'm in the grass and like, I'm trying to sneak up on this thing and I'm trying to do this thing and I'm trying to like, I'm throwing this berry to distract him over here so I can get behind him and all like, you know, whatever. And then like, you know, the battles become seamless. They're not cutting Mm -hmm. away. You're just throwing your Pokemon out and he starts fighting. Like, you know, like the way I think a lot of those systems just feel really good and Mm -hmm. really like, I, I really like the way that they do things. And like, you know, do I, I I do not I come from the place where I I enjoy the core Pokemon experience. I like what they what they do even if it's a lot of the same stuff. Like I want to see new Pokemon, I want to see new worlds, I want to see whatever I am fine with that. But I do hope that some of that like just seamlessness that Legends is like showing does start to integrate more into the core game. Mm -hmm. And I hope that legends itself is something that sticks around because I think for a while there was this assumption that, um, like the let's go games, like that there was going to be a line of those. And the reality was, I mean, all that, all they were, were just, you know, a remake a la 
brilliant diamond shining pearl, but now you were using Pokemon go catching mechanics. There wasn't anything like differentiating it in some huge way. Um, but the legends, I mean, legends legitimately feels like something that could, you know, if they populated it more, not just with like more Pokemon or, you know, whatever, but just like more things like in a breath of the wild style where there's like, there is a, even beyond the Pokemon, like there is a sense of exploration and there's a sense of wonderment and there's all this kind of stuff. Like if they go that route, I think legends, like if that's a series could be incredible. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think right now it feels it, I'm enjoying it. I'm really like, I, I think there is a lot of neat stuff in there. I like that, you know, they're layered Pokedex entries where there's like incentive to catch yes, multiple yeah. of the same Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Um, you're like, you're trying to see certain moves. You're trying to catch them under certain conditions or whatever. Like, I think that's neat. I think I would love for something like that to kind of make its way into the core series. Um, but it does feel just kind of like, like they got 60 to 70% of the way there and then mm-hmm. just like shipped. Um, which is, you know, um, again, could be for this could have been exactly what they intended. Could have been a lot of other reasons that it could have had the intention of being a lot bigger and a lot more polished and a lot more whatever. Um, I don't know. Who knows? Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm enjoying it so far. I'm glad. Um, I'm glad it exists. I mean, I know people yeah. can be, I know it's difficult whenever you're looking at like, Horizon Forbidden West and Elden Ring and all these like huge juggernaut titles that are coming down the pipe in the next couple of weeks and looking at something like Arceus and like, you know, wondering if you should pick it up and be impressed or whatever. But I mean, I think I do think it's a it's a really good experience and it's a good rough draft for what I hope will uh, come along later. So, yeah, I mean, I. I pretty much agree on all those points. I, I think graphics wise and like how well it runs, like I had PS2 games that were running better than what it is. It's not a, it's not a diss to it. It's just like, like we've been saying it, it's a game. Yeah. It's not fully yeah. finished yet. And even yeah. for what they've put out, it's great. And I, you know, overall things that I've really enjoyed of it is like the new take on combat and it's like you're standing there the other pokemon standing there and you're seeing it there and its presence there and you understand why the village is afraid of pokemon because i'm sitting here like i'm about to get my butt kicked by this thing and and it will and i appreciate the fact that the pokemon will physically actually attempt to attack you and it doesn't immediately throw you into the combat and like i was saying before it, it gives you the choice of like i get to choose whether or not i want to have this Pokemon battle right now. Like yeah. it is my yeah. decision. And if I do it, not only do I have a chance to learn more about a Pokemon, I, that your own Pokemon gains considerable amount of experience points. Mm-hmm. And it's not even like you level up very quickly in this game. There yeah. is no need for grinding. You know, you can do four or five battles, just a battle. And you're pretty much set for, yeah, What's to come gone is the day of 20, maybe 30, you know, which I appreciate a lot. Oh, yeah. And, also, yeah. and I love the fact that um, you use your Pokemon to 
inter- interact with the environment. Like you see a tree, mm-hmm. you throw a Pokemon to go and drop berries. You see crystals and like different rock formations in the ground. You throw your Pokemon out there to go and collect that. And I, I have seen people saying that they can never go back to a traditional like style of Pokemon, which I think is like mm-hmm. a wild claim to say that you can never go back to what is arguably the biggest like game series there's ever been in Pokemon. Yeah. Like that formula was so successful for a reason. I just hope we that not only does Legends continue, but they like you said, they take a lot of the stuff that has been successful and bring that into the more traditional style, especially the idea of strong and agility moves. I don't know how that's been for you, but the fact that, okay, I want to catch this, but I have to whittle down its health. The fact that I can use an agility style to move to do less damage to bring it down to where I can throw a Pokeball and catch it instead of just outright killing it with the normal yeah. move is ingenious i'm like how have you not thought of this before yeah i and that's something too that i would also love to see integrated into the core series because i mean it it's a much lighter version but it reminds me of kind of octopath or bravely Mm -hmm. defaults like yes um you know extra turn thing where you are you know you are taking the risk potentially to screw yourself by like okay i'm gonna go for a strong attack i can get them i'll Mm -hmm. knock them out right now and it doesn't happen or it misses and then you're just getting laid into for a couple of turns and like you know there is a i think even in that kind of simple style where it's like okay you got a normal style you got a heavier style you got a more you got a faster style like even just that add it layered into the core formula i think would be huge in just kind of like strategic scenarios um Because, I mean, it would, I mean, it is a thing where, you know, there are a lot of complaints. Like, for me, so far, I mean, Legends has seemed more difficult than I remember having times with regular Pokemon games. Um, And a lot of it's kind of that. It's like, I'll throw out a Pokemon, and then, like, I'll do an attack, and then he'll just be like, bam, bam, and then just knock him out. Like, Mm -hmm. he'll, you know, it'll just, it's not a, it's not a thing where it's like, okay, this is my fastest Pokemon, I'm going to go first. And then he's going to go, and then I'm going to go, yeah. and then he's, it's, it could be, I'm going to go, and then he's going to go, and then I'm going to go, and then he's going to go, and he's going to go. And then, like, cool. you know, it's, and then another Pokemon just happens to be right there, and they're going to go. And, like, um, that, it's the fact that I can change my order on the fly. I don't have to go into the menu. Yeah. It's, it's, oh, I can hit the right bumper just twice really quick, and then that's the Pokemon I'm using for the spike. No longer yeah. is it like a confined order either. And yeah. there, there's a lot of the simple things like that that I think this game does so, so well. And I think a lot of its big ideas, I think, has done very well, but could use a lot more fine-tunement. Yeah. that makes sense? It's yeah. the things that they really focused on, such as, we've said, um, the new style of combat and the orders and all of that. The inter- your Pokemon interacting with there, and then the overall just exploration and crafting. All that's done very very well and Mm -hmm. i think all of that is easily transferable to the traditional style of game i think a lot of the game in in itself is easily transferable to the traditional style but i want to see what this full game looks like i want to like in my brain and i think everyone's brain because we've all imagined a game like this for over a decade now yeah of quite literally what breath of the wild is but just 
like Pokemon. There's villages throughout. So like you're going to yep. stumble across gym leaders on your own. Like their level, it's not going to be like a set thing. Uh, you're going to go there and then say level 50s. And it's just like, okay, well, this is like a town or a village I'm going to come to later in the game. And yep. once once they pull that in, I think you are making what is almost essentially the perfect Pokemon game. And yeah. I, I want to see what that looks like. And I'm happy that they're like, hey, Legends, we, we heard a lot of great feedback. We're very excited about it. We're going to take some time. And we're going to make the game that um, we hope will really excite the fan base and just take a couple of years to make it. Like, there's no need yep. if like, Pokemon's moving into this idea that a lot of big studios and big IPs are of where we have to put out, you know, anywhere from like three, even four different types of games a year, whether it be mobile switch, so on and so forth or spinoffs. Yep. And I would rather them take their time with a lot of things and just make it really well done and then yep. and go from there and try to like churn out these titles. I don't need legends Rayquaza, you know, next <laughs> year, give it, like, yep. give it a couple yep. of years. Like, you know, yep. you, you know what people are liking, you know, what's working, you know, what hasn't really worked and just kind of go from there. Take your time. You're going to put it out and people are going to eat it up because at the end of the day, it's Pokemon and Pokemon is probably the biggest gaming IP there is. So, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. And, it, you know, and there's also the possibility that it could have, I mean, I don't know that they would go through all of this effort and all of this marketing heft to effectively make a demo. But I mean, there's also some possibility that some of the systems that they've put in, because I mean, a lot of it, like you said, a lot of it's been um, wanted for a long time, open world and like the seamless kind of stuff. And I mean, there's some of it that could be like, okay, well, rather than going into a brand new generation and putting like making it some huge shift that could potentially just ruin the series for some mm-hmm. people let's make a spinoff let's try some of those ideas and then see how yep. they fit in going forward um and so i mean yeah it, it could be i mean legends we can have another legends game that just kind of is bigger and expounds on that more or i mean a lot of this could just feed into the next big pokemon title whatever comes after sword and shield and like now it has these you know, their wild it. areas are mm-hmm. significantly more expansive and you know whatever like um so i don't know i'm i'm glad that legends i wasn't really all that excited about legends when it was first announced um but i'm glad that it exists and i'm having a lot of fun with it i'm glad that they're kind of taking some of those risks and um doing some different stuff so yeah me too i think oh sorry one thing i completely forgot that i really like is the fact that you can stumble across people's backs in the game oh yeah like people who have like i guess just you know not made it and their characters and pokemon have all fainted you can find their bag Mm -hmm. and return it and it gives you um like little rewards it it gives me big this is like amalgamation of breath of the wild monster hunter and Death Stranding, like all of them. <laughs> yeah. And somehow, Who knew? Some, some way, all three of those work very well together. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I, I think that's a very fun feature that, that's in there that offers a little incentive to explore a little bit more off the beat. Yeah. Path. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, who'd you pick? Who'd you start with? I started with Rowlet. Mm, um, I debated Rowlet. I. Yeah, I went back and forth. So, um, 
I I mean, all three of them are so Oshawa. I remember um, really like whenever he was first announced, not for Legends, but in the original. I think it was what like Gen Six, maybe. I think so, yeah. Um, I remember just being like, okay, I'm that's that's my dude. Like I I love it. Yeah. Like um, and then Samurai is such a such an uggo like i hated i hated the i mean it's not that it's a bat but it's like it is the most night and day transition between it's not pretty yeah and so like i was i immediately was turned off from oshawa like at that point because it was like because typically whenever i go into these i try to be pretty like just eyes like just eyes yeah. closed, not seeing final evolutions of starters, um, just so I can kind of be surprised. And okay. I've been burned by that a couple of times, namely with Oshawott. Um, Chespin was another one that I loved, and his final is a is a monster in the worst way. <laughs> <I Yeah>. mean, <laughs> looks disgusting. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, like, um, I have fond feelings for Oshawa, but like I, I had been narrowed down between Cyndaquil and Rowlet and like, I was kind of in the place like I legitimately love Rowlet. Like I, yeah. I think he's like, um, he's a pretty cool guy. And yeah. And so like, it was kind of between, do I want to go with my gut and go with Rowlet or do I want to pick the nostalgia pick and go with Cyndaquil? Um, which, you know, I feel like a lot of people have done. Um, so I ended up going with Rowlet <laughs> just so I could, um, just so I could kind of stick with my guns and, yep. and also open up the door. I mean, like if I'm going to have a balanced team, I mean, I know I'm going to get a, um, Hisuian Arcanine or, yeah. you know, whatever, like, yeah. you know, I'll get that fire type filled out. So nice. I went with Cyndaquil because gold was my first game. Like Pokemon game yep. I ever played, and Cyndaquil was the first Pokemon I ever had, so I had to go with yep. the, the OG homie. Yeah, and um, I'm, I'm, ha- I'm happy with my pick. I love him. I love him a lot. Yeah, a whole lot. I like Cynd- Cyndaquil. The I mean, the Gen two starters in general are probably oh, like the most. Yeah, oh, I mean, they're one of the most like solid starter bunches. Um, I mean, first three I would say are all like you know, S tier, the first three gens. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm a little less fond of gen three. I mean, I like Mudkip a lot, um, but yeah. I've never been huge into Torchic or uh, Trico as much. Um, I like gen taste. four starters a lot better, like yeah. with Turtwig and yeah. um, uh, I can't remember. Turtwig and Piplup. And yep. what the fire, the, is it Chimchar? <laughs> is he the fire one in that in Gen 4? Sure. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah the Sounds monkey. Right. I yeah. think, I think it's the monkey. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's, um, yeah, there's, I, I also liked, uh, sword and shields starters. They weren't bad. I never played sword and shields, so I don't know. I yeah. can't even think of their starters right now. Now I'm to go. They had score bunny. Okay. Which was the fire bunny who who you would have liked he be play soccer. Um Oh yep, I see. Oh wait, no, yeah. I, yeah, I remember these. Yeah. And then they had what was it, the tree monkey? I can't remember his name. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then the and water 
that looks uh, like a villain. <laughs> it does. I can't remember. What, did, what was the water one in Sword like and a, Shield? It's like a tadpole. You know? Oh, yeah, Sobble. Sobble is what it was, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah it turns into... Can't remember the name of the final, but the final is basically like a sniper, like a hitman. Interesting. Um, Interesting. Yeah, it has like a sniper water rifle attack. Um, hmm. But yeah, cool. I'm I'm uh, I'm having a good time. Yeah, I'm, I'm enjoying it. I'll play it tomorrow yeah. morning. It's gonna be a good, good, good time. What else have you been playing, Corey? Um, I'm still on my GRPG um bs and i'm back on tales of arise as well Ooh, so i'm playing that i am now at the fifth lord's area at valron's area and working through okay. his castle at the moment okay. um so we texted a little bit about it so i know i'm near the end but not quite to the finish line yet i have a little bit of ways to go but um yeah it's good um, I've, I've really found my rhythm, especially within combat. It's it's like a dance that you do. Yep. And I have like yep. two or three that I kind of just go through like this, this like rhythm of motion you go to. You do these different arts or, you know, like moves and sets. And then eventually you break the enemy shield. You pull off a power move or you move into like your ultra instinct mode and uh, do your special and like just slowly pick them off one by one and um yeah. it's it's a good rhythm to get into it's a lot of fun yeah. i think overall the story um i understand what it's trying to say i think it uh missteps in a couple spots okay. and like the message okay. it's trying to say just a little problematic problematic at times um but with that being said i think overall it's still a very good game um just some of the character interactions i'm always just like you know i think you could have done this better i see what you're trying to say and i understand like the heart of it and the intention of it is just um not quite executed and i think in the fashion that it should have been but yeah it's definitely um and i think i i mentioned it a little bit whenever Mm -hmm. Um, I spoke about it, but yeah, I mean, there were, there were parts of it whenever, whenever I was going through the story where it did feel, um, it felt like, it felt like they pulled back and I don't know if it was more just kind of like they were investing so much into developing this new graphics engine and doing all this kind of stuff that they kind of like did a little bit less of a story or if it was like they were pulling some of the punches on some of the, cause I mean, I mean, like whenever you come down to it, I mean, the core conflict has to do a lot with like slavery and mm-hmm. things like that. I mean, there, there are some heavy kind of loaded things that they're kind of sifting through. Um, and it doesn't really feel like they dig too much into any no. of that and any sort of, it feels almost kind of like a backdrop. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, it, I, I get what you mean though. It, it does feel a little in a way kind of like almost, toothless in the yeah. way like a you know big big conflict that doesn't really quite have the the payoff but um i think the biggest yeah. issue is um the party member dolmine they guess introduced yep. Yep. who um essentially is a lord and was oh, like while pre- presented as like a good ruler over the realm um and treated like people equal they were still considered 
like slaves under him. And I think yeah. um, his character growth that they show for him doesn't show like a, a character that in the, in the best way seems like super redeemable for like mm-hmm. kind of like the things that he allowed to continue to happen regardless. And I feel like, yeah. and, and even in the way that he continues to like go through the story, it, I'm always sitting here like, you know, I really didn't like what he said there. Like yeah. not, not super <laughs> cool. You know, and, yeah. they're, and they're trying to show a character. I understand that was raised in a way and then continues. And then it's like changing, but that doesn't change the fact that like he still was a very willing and a very um, like full on, like responsible for a lot of these things and doesn't yeah. show, seem to show a ton of remorse after the initial uh, changing of allegiance. That makes yeah. sense. And so I'm And he, yeah. his arc continues to develop. Um, I don't know that. I don't know if you'll necessarily feel like a whole lot better about him, mm-hmm. but his arc in general and how he like becomes a Lord and like his, just him, yeah. like how he becomes the person he does in the final few hours, you, it really like he becomes kind of the focal point of some okay. of those like kind of things. So it really does dig more into trying to identify some of that stuff. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I get what you mean. Like it is a, um, it, I mean, it, yeah, it, it felt again, it felt like almost kind of like a, a draft of what yeah. was to come. And I said this yeah. at the time, like it felt like it was the foundation being laid for whatever a new tales game is that yeah. really digs in deep on something like strong. This was just kind of their like smaller world, smaller story, smaller, like whatever. Um, still good. Just, it's still very you know, good. It, yeah. Um, but you know, I get what you mean. Yeah. But, uh, I'm, I'm digging that. I'm hoping to wrap up, um, sometime this weekend. I got a, a small house project I'm going to do. We're putting up, we're wrapping up the crown molding in our house and sorry for the extra info into my life people, but <laughs> the house we bought, the angles aren't 90 degrees. And so I'm having okay. to relearn ninth grade geometry so I can get these yeah. angles right. <laughs> and it's awful. Yeah. It, it, it is truly awful. But um, outside of that, I plan to wrap up Tales um, this weekend. That way I can get to Sifu, which comes out on Tuesday. Um, yep. And I don't think they're, they've, I think the embargo on reviews is still up. I haven't seen anything coming out from it. Yeah. Uh, I haven't which, either. Um, I don't know if that's a I'm good thing to, or a bad thing. Yeah. I mean, you, you never know. I mean, fortunately, I mean, whether it's good or bad, like embargoes usually hold for, I mean, Arceus was like embargoes, I think lifted yeah. like a couple of days before. So, mm-hmm. um, so I mean, it's, it's possible we could see it tomorrow for, you know, Maybe. for all we yeah. know. Um, and it would still be well within like the regular time frame, but, um, yeah. but yeah. That, what have you been playing? Um, I know we talked a lot about what I've been playing and my thoughts. Um, what else you got? Yeah. Um, I mean, really other than lost judgment, um, earlier in the week, I mean, I finished that up. Um, I, the main thing holding me up, like I, I felt like I was in this constant state of like, okay, it's only a couple more hours. Okay. It's only a couple more hours. 
And I said that for weeks, it felt like. Because, I mean, realistically, I probably wrapped around like the 40-hour mark-ish. And had I just played the main story, I probably would have beaten half the time. Um, the main reason being like this, I didn't do a ton of the side cases. Um, and I, I mentioned okay. this whenever we talked yeah. about it last yes. week, but like a lot of the, the side cases weren't, aren't like, at least to me, weren't like super compelling. Um, the main thing that I wanted to do were the, the school stories where you're mm-hmm. kind of infiltrating and you're trying to find this like character who's contributing to, um, delinquency in the school and essentially kind of like leading all these kids astray. Um, and I had heard that it was like, like, okay, if you're going to do side, like this is the side thing to do partially because of all the, like the different games that you're playing essentially along the way, but also like, it's a genuinely kind of good, complete arc of a story. Um, so I was finishing that up and it, and it's also kind of tough to know because so many of those games, like, so, or so many of those parts, I mean, there are nine of them. And in some cases, like they drag their feet, like it, yeah. it's, there's a, there's a minor one where you're trying to get, you go to a girl's bar okay. and you're doing this like drunken kind of like, like kind of mini dating thing because it's like a, it's a girl's bar where it's not like, it's not like, uh, it's not like a sexualized thing, but they're like friendly bartenders and you yeah. like you're encouraged to have these like you know you buy them a drink and like you have this conversation and so it's like a mini game where you're drunk and you're trying to match this stuff up and you know he'll say like how how do you like kitties and it's like i oh. you know you can say i see kitties all the time and like yeah. it's the right thing but you could say i see like other things all the time and like you know you can you can mess it up and it becomes weird um and some of it's legitimately funny but like it's um but i mean like the that part of it is so minor but it's like okay you buy your drink and there's a cutscene, like and then you drink the drink and then there's a cutscene, and like before you do like it's it's like they drag it out so Mm -hmm. long these like very minor interactions very that it just felt like the it felt like getting through a lot of that school story stuff was like they were really trying to pad that out but yeah. sailed that to say school story stuff was good enjoyed the payoff the individual stories were really neat um and then the final part of the game was also i mean like i enjoyed the overall arc of the story i think like between the original judgment and this one i probably slightly prefer the original judgment um just some of the some of the stakes and some of the things that happen um i think the i think lost judgment is more a little more like down to earth yeah. in its like i feel like the original judgment's a little bit more like sensational okay. like it's really just like okay. oh my god like who did like yeah. what like all this kind of stuff um lost judgment feels more like a like a movie edition of an SVU episode. Like it just feels like it's very, um, it's like, it's it, they're twists and their turns, but it feels like it feels like a procedural. Like it feels like a story that you would kind of see play out on TV. Um, Hmm. but I mean, it was a, it was satisfying. And I think it had a lot of like, um, cause a lot of the, the, I won't like ruin the story to it, but I mean, they're, the name lost judgment does play into 
a number of like the characters motivations. And it does have this, like the core part of the story does have this kind of thing of like, you know, if what you're doing is like completely justified, like nobody could blame you for doing that. Like, is it still okay? Like, should you, I mean, in the end, like, should you be go to jail? Should you be convicted? Should you be punished for doing something that everybody's like, yeah, totally get that. It's illegal, but still like totally get it. Like, and it, it really kind of digs into like number of characters having a number of different opinions over like what quote unquote, like judgment should be on people like on, on situations like that in general. And I think it's like, you know, not like, again, would, would take like a dragon over lost judgment would probably take the original judgment over lost judgment, but, um, still like lost judgment a lot. It was a lot of fun. Um, enjoyed it. Um, yeah. But other than that, I mean, I finished, I finished that earlier in the week and started Arceus and, um, yeah. I mean, the next thing that I'm planning to play is Sifu. Um, the, honestly, I have no idea like what my trajectory is going to be because with Sifu coming out, you know, Horizon Forbidden West comes out the following yeah. week and then it's Elden Ring. And like, I'm, I don't know. I don't know when I'll play Forbidden West just because like, I know again. And I mentioned this, like I want to play through the first one again. It's been a while. Yeah. Um, and I want to kind of give it, I want to come in as like knowledgeable as I can. Mm-hmm. Um, but that in and of itself, I mean, that's a, that's a commitment, that's a commitment. <laughs> coming in that's on that. And, like, yeah. Um, so I don't know. I, I have no idea what that looks like, honestly. I mean, I plan to hit Forbidden West and then probably Elden Ring. I might even hit um, Tina Tinies or Tiny Tinas, whatever. Yeah. I can never remember before yeah. just to give myself a little break between big open world games. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, my plan is Forbidden West um, first. Okay. Big horizon. You'll be our. You'll yeah. be our. Uh, yeah, you'll you'll boots take on the ground. Our guy on the front mm-hmm. lines, telling yeah. us all about it. Yeah, you're gonna take Elden Ring. I'm gonna take this, and then in a couple months, it's, I'm gonna be on Elden Ring, and you're gonna be on Forbidden West, and it's just gonna be yeah. like episode twenty eight, part two. Yeah, yeah. We'll so. have a. It'll be a special time. That's what we'll call it. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm. I'm super hyped for Elden Ring, especially because I mean I've been That's hearing it. people say. There, there are some people who are legitimately like this. May be my favorite game of all time. Like it is. I've seen a lot of good, a lot of, a lot, a lot, a lot of praise on Elden yeah. Ring, and I, I saw the gameplay from the beta that hit. I'm like, <clears throat> I can summon swords and throw them at people, like spectral swords. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm in. It, it yeah. looks, it looks hype. Uh, it looks very good. Um. Are you going to play uh, Dying Light 2? That was the other big release of the last Probably week. not. Um, I've seen like mixed reviews on it. I've seen people are like, yep. yeah, story sucks. Um, graphics are okay. Um, you know, combat is you know, average. But the parkour, like the actual like mechanic of running through the world is apparently just insanely enjoyable and incredibly yep. fun. So I might yeah. watch people play it and then wait for it to become like a PlayStation game of the month in like a year and like play it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I played through the original um, and was fine about it. Like I, um, 
I really, I played the heck out of Dead Island back in the day. Yeah. yeah um, and so like Dying Light was very much kind of in my radar for that reason. Um, again, I mean, we've had this conversation before. I'm not a huge, like it, it takes me some time to get in on horror stuff and like Dying Light really leans into it with yeah. like some of the abandoned buildings you're going into and some mm-hmm. of like the super zombies that are coming out. Yeah. Um, so I haven't been, even though I played through Dying Light, it was, it wasn't something that I got to the end and was like, I want to, I want to, I want more of this. Right. Like I, I didn't. Um, so Dying Light 2, I haven't really been super excited for. And like, and after the reviews, I mean, the, I'm kind of in the same spot. Like it's, it seems, I mean, especially too, honestly, the thing that killed the momentum for me was whenever they tweeted out that it's going to be. It's going to take 500 hours for you to complete this. And I was like, well, I'm, I'm just, not going to play. Yeah, if I'm, then. Never, I'm, I'm never <laughs> touching that. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm at the point. Congratulations, if you say, you've alienated 75% of people who even contemplated buying it. Yeah, I mean, and I've heard, I mean, I think, I think like the campaign run for it, like there are people who are like, yeah, I beat it in like 20, 25 hours. Yeah. Like, I mean, they're, they're clocking it in at like this is if you do everything but i'm just i'm tired i'm ready for us to move past this idea that like bloat equals good skyrim and it's all skyrim it's its fault well i mean even skyrim though like skyrim had i feel like a lot of compelling side content you know because they have the guilds are all i mean just yeah, or like Elder Scrolls in general, the guilds are a very unique thing. Mm-hmm. The side quests are all very unique. They don't have, you know, I think the big things that have done it honestly have been like Ubisoft for years because Ubisoft you see like Assassin's Creed and Far Cry, like they're the big ones who have like kind of championed this, not just yeah. big stuff, but like pretty much a lot of big samey stuff. Like, yeah, okay, you're going to go get an outpost. And you're going to go like hit this watchtower and you're going to go do this thing. And like, even though it's great, like I'm going to play Assassin's Creed, like I'm all about it. But like, you know, it games like Dying Light 2 strike me as coming from a similar point of DNA of something like that, where it's just like, let's fill it up. Let's have like all of these outposts, like outposts are going to be slightly different, but like you know, 30 outposts better than 20. Like we're just gonna, gonna keep filling it out. Let's go. Um, and that is the kind of thing that I'm less interested in. I'm, um, if the game's good, I'll play it. But I'm, you know, as, as I said, took me over a month to beat lost judgment. And that was not a great feeling because (laughs) (laughs) really wanted to move on. Yeah. Um, I've been, so AKA Nino Cody, but (laughs) yeah, yeah. Well, Nino Cooney, I played, I played that. That's what I'm saying. I played Nino Cooney twice, like in half the time. And I played twice as much, (laughs) which, you know, some of that for me was, I think I was Nino Cooney was the sort of game. I did play it, um, pseudo switch style in the evening where I remote played it to my iPad and would like, so if we were watching something on TV, I would just put it on my iPad. Cause I mean, it wasn't a game where I needed like Twitch stuff it was like it was like okay if there's a little bit of lag on my controller and i'm doing whatever i'm like it's fine it's fine um so you know i I did some of that a little bit of cheating but you know whatever um but yeah Corey, we're we're gonna take a break quick and then we're gonna come back with some extra bits a little bit of just non-gamer stuff yeah um we'll be right back 
Alrighty, we're back again. Corey, um, yeah. show us your bits. What you got? Ooh, my extra bits this week. Um, this week I have three, I guess, extra bits. Right? Sure, three extra bits. Um, I have, as people know, I read on my lunch breaks at work. Um, he does. I, I read lots of books, and um, I finished up a couple recently. Um, I just finished, um, as also, again, everyone knows I'm a big soccer fan, but also like a big, like soccer history fan as well. And I've just read into, uh, inverting the pyramid by Jonathan Wilson, who is essentially a soccer tactician historian. And it's like the evolution of soccer of inverting the pyramid of how soccer used to be a two, three, five and worked its way back to now. It eventually became like the four, four, two. And of how okay. like that evolved over the course of about 150 years. And he like dives heavily into like South American culture, Italy and the Netherlands, specifically on how like they shaped like what modern soccer is. And like the last little bit goes into Spain and Germany and how their styles are heavily influencing like modern day soccer. And it was just a fascinating read. Okay. Like you learn of lots of names of white people, and it's just it's like, yeah, this guy from like Hungary came over to Uruguay in South America in like 1910, and then they started doing this, and all of a sudden Uruguay showed up at like the pseudo World Cup and like demolished everyone with a formation no one had seen before. And everyone's like, wait, wait, when did the people start doing this? And then they started doing it like here, then they've changed it here, and it's just how it like became like this big like evolution of like teams slowly changing things and they play someone and just dominate for years because no one had thought to do it like this. Okay. So yeah, it was a really cool. Read. Very interesting. Yeah. Okay. I, I found it <clears throat> fascinating. Um, yeah. If you're, if you like soccer, highly, highly recommend it. Inverting the pyramid, Jonathan Wilson. Inverting the pyramid. Um, Very nice. me and my wife are also watching the Sopranos. Um, oh, okay. Never seen the Sopranos before update lives up to the hype. And my entire okay. inner monologue now is of an Italian mobster. You know, very nice. You talking? I to love me? it. <laughs> How far in are you into the Sopranos? I haven't watched the Sopranos either, we're on, but we're, we're halfway I know there's through, been like a renaissance. Uh, yeah, we're halfway through season two at the moment, um, and it's good. Okay, you know, real good, real good. Uh, <laughs> that was my best uh, Tony uh, impersonation when he's in therapy. It just <laughs> sits down. So, we did, how, are, how are things going, Tony? It's good. Real good. And, <laughs> and then it, it's him. Oh, that, that is, it's coincidentally, him just, that is also me in therapy every it, week. It's, it's him pouring his guts then of everything that's going wrong, like five seconds later. Um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's good. And then uh, I'm currently reading the Wheel of Time series. Um, I started the first uh, couple episodes and didn't really dig it. And talked to one of my friends who uh, plays my D and D campaign, and he's read the whole series, like all 14 books. Um, and he was like, "Go read the books. You'll like that a lot better." Um, an update: I do. Uh, I'm almost done with the second book now and it's very well done very well established world like and like a stat and it's like scaling power levels like seem to be like pretty on track and it's very compelling it will say the tv series does 
make the uh, female characters a lot more fleshed out. They're a little shallow in the books, I would say, and the show, I think, gives them a lot more depth and more dimension, which I appreciate um, in terms of like that adaptation of it. But overall, the book is very, very good, and I okay. really, really like it so far. Very nice. Mm-hmm. Those are my yeah. bits. Um, Those are all three of my bits. Yeah. Very nice. I like to, I like seeing your bits, Corey. Um, yeah, you do. <laughs> yeah. The, um, yeah, my, um, I can briefly mention something I've been reading. Um, if you've, so I've been reading a book called under the whispering door I've by TJ Clune. Yeah. It's the follow up. I didn't read his previous book, but it was very well regarded. It's called house, the mm-hmm. house, in the Cerulean Sea, by the Cerulean Sea. I think it's by the um, Cerulean Sea. Yeah, it's very like magical realism mm-hmm. stuff. I'm not super far into the book, but it's, um, you know, it has, I like the whole, if you've ever seen, um, I don't know, I, I like the whole like kind of world between concept and magical yeah. realism. Mm-hmm. Um, I know they're kind of different, but like, you know, Neil Gaiman had the Neverwhere book, which kind of is this existing between two, two parts of things, um, like two sides of the same coin, like the, the crack in between. And, um, you know, you look at like anime, like death parade where it's like where they're going after death before they hit, the afterlife, you know, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And so it's very much kind of in that vein where it's, you know, main character dies and is kind of at the, um, is on the way to the afterlife, like, um, is interacting with the equivalent of like a, um, ferryman across the river sticks. That's like getting him there, but you know, he's kind of, you know, uh, resisting and it's just this you know it's 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 an examination of that kind of stuff and there's a lot of humor and um things like i said i'm not super far in so i don't have like really well formed opinions about it but um at least the beginning of it like i like the way i like how things are set up i think it's interesting and i'm enjoying it um so yeah nice. um <laughs> i love that <laughs> don't one really bit. know what else i was gonna <laughs> say from there um also, a book that I haven't read yet, but um, would like to read and own, got it uh, for my birthday a few weeks back, um, A Psalm for the Wild Built. Okay. It's like a short, it's like 150-ish pages. Mm-hmm. Um, it's more like kind of a novella than anything, but it's it's subtitled A Monk and Robot Book, and it's supposed okay. to be, it's supposed to be a monk, like a traditional kind of like Eastern monk and Mm -hmm. a robot, like some sort of adventure, something with that. Um, I don't know. It, I mean, it's very much like it's that blending of like old, old and new, which I really like too. like, you know, again, something like horizon, like it has this very like prehistoric while also being futuristic with right. Like there is something about that that I think is really fascinating. Um, so I've, you know, check out that book. Really, uh, really seems neat, but I have no opinions on it at I all. Mean, the, um, the amount of books I own that I haven't read is disgusting. Yeah, yeah, same. I, um, yeah, I have way too many um, staring at me right now. Um, yeah. But <laughs> yeah, so my my main extra bit is a little is a little shameless in that I'm I'm gonna I think I mentioned it last week, but I'm gonna kind of 
talk a minute about something that I recently yes. announced and yes, I'm yes, starting yes, yes. Um, here soon. Um, you know, you, if you follow us here, you know that my Instagram, um, that I'm primarily active on an Instagram account called Four Point Pixel. Um, that's where I've kind of like built, you know, community and kind of built like a, just a, just a section of internet. Um, and I announced earlier in the week that I would be opening a store, like a, an online storefront, mm-hmm. um, as an extension kind of of that four point brand called four point. Um, so February 10th, next week, um, next Thursday, um, I will be launching that. So, you know, if you're listening to this, it's only, um, when this episode comes out, that will only be a couple of days from now. It could, could be coming up, could have already passed depending on when you're listening to it. But, um, February 10th shop will be opening. Um, and yeah, I mean the, the, I'm excited about it. The idea has kind of been there for a while that I've wanted, you know, for me, um, I like gamer mm-hmm. apparel and I like, I like, I, I like the concept of being able to even beyond gamer stuff. Like I like the concept of being able to express yourself through mm-hmm. clothing, through decorations, through whatever. And I feel like so many different hobbies have like grown and evolved and have a lot of like good alternatives for people with different tastes and different sensibilities and whatever. And I feel like gamer culture just hasn't like it, it has stuck in this, like, you know, middle school hair gel bro, like everything's like we're throwing down. And it's like this kind of like toxic middle schooler type of attitude about it. Um, and I feel like that's just kind of stuck for years. Um, and I think it's starting to come away from that, but it is a thing where it's like, okay, if I want to, like, I don't have an option if I want to buy, like, <laughs> if I were like, Hey, I want to buy a shirt. That's all about like dragon quest. Or, I mean, maybe that's not a great option, but like something, something more Western. Like if I wanted yeah. to buy Skyrim shirt or whatever, like it's going to be, it's not going to be something subtle. It's going to be something with like uh, a Vikings massive helmet. Yeah. It's going to be the Dova yeah. just, plastered on my shirt and it's going to like, it's going to be a big letter. Like it's going to be this huge gigantic thing. And it's like, sometimes I want something smaller, more subtle, whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, and so that's the, that's the idea with the brand is like, it's going to be like more subtle. It's not going to be, it's not going to always be the goal isn't to make it minimal. Like it, the idea isn't to make it like this minimalist, like, very like it's a line it's yeah it's just text it's whatever like i wanted to have like some fun elements i wanted to kind of vary but the central core conceit is to tone things down mm-hmm. like to bring it back to allow for some a little bit more subtlety in like that expression um for right now you know it's shirts sweatshirts, hats, stickers, like kind of your basic offerings, um, with the intention of, you know, I, I want to expand it and Mm -hmm. do some neat stuff and like do some other things, but, um, this will be kind of how it goes from the start. So, um, I'm excited about it. I mean, it's a, um, like I said, something, um, I have a, have a strong love for design and for just those kind of things so having the opportunity to kind of put some of that stuff out there and um yeah hopefully hopefully meet a need and um hopefully kind of be a part of that whole 
thing would be uh, very cool. So yeah, nice. No, I've seen it. I think it's lovely. I am excited for the tent. So I'm going to be ordering the shirt with the little uh, campfire and uh, skull and sword in it. Um, yeah. <laughs> it speaks to me. It's yeah. Touches you and soul. you and I've had like five people message me and yeah. be like, I want that. Sure. Like this must be my my flagship. Yeah. Uh, so um, prepare my- for the the tent for that yep. little little request is going to come in. So I'll just come out and pick it up. Don't worry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, it's uh, it's nice. I like it. I'm I'm excited about it. We'll have um, yeah. I'll I'll talk more about it um here and there as we have some updates and whatever yeah. and um, but you know also too like could potentially be an outlet for some arcade cozy apparel. Um, mm-hmm. you know, if we ever, if we go that route. So, yeah. um, fans of arcade cozy, keep an eye out. I mean, with your, uh, your favorite podcast could, uh, could have some merch show up soon. Who knows? Yeah. Maybe one day. Who knows? Maybe we'll not, see. but who knows? <laughs> Got to listen to find out. Yeah. Um, Corey, uh, this has been a show. Yes, it has. It happened again. Ooh. Um, 26 against our yeah Brown. against our best interests and our knowledge like technically and dirty whatever overall so. yeah honestly with spoiler casts and extra stuff i mean we're we're coming up on 30 which yeah. is how old i am now look at me <laughs> there it is old yeah. man time is a yeah. flat circle yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 uh cory but uh where can people find you on the internet i've um, uh, talked to, talked about myself enough where they can yeah. they find you they can find me over on instagram at hash slinging thrasher or over on twitter at stay thrashy but always 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 most importantly uh follow us over at arcade underscore cozy um for all the latest and greatest of arcade cozy's uh podcast and um photos of my living room <laughs> um and your feet and my feet uh, and your feet in yeah, the living room. I can't believe um, I'm posting those for free, man. Yeah, <laughs> you you could have an OnlyFans and charge for that, but you're giving it to the you're giving it to our OnlyFans for free. Um, yeah, what they want, man? No, yeah, um, yeah. Arcade Cozy on Instagram um, at Arcade Cozy on Instagram um, at Four Point Pixel is me on Instagram and at Swiss Von Joe is me on Twitter. Um, Intro music, as always. Johnny be good. Johnny be good. Uh, lovely, lovely fella. I mentioned it last week, but he has a new album out. Uh, believe it is called End of Winter. Mm. Um, it is called End of Winter. Uh, and uh, check it out. It's very, yeah. nice. very good. Mm-hmm. I love it. Um, Corey, this has been Arcade Cozy. Yes, it has. Uh, life is hectic. Why should your hobbies be too? Let's go. See you all next week. Or I guess talk to you next all week. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Love yeah. you guys. See see you through our voices, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.